I realize your guys' show is for the lore, which seems like it actually for the lore, and it almost <laughs> works. You're listening to For the Lore, the podcast that delves into the craft of our favorite games, whether lore, gameplay, or game design. Joining Roger is Joe, writer from WoW Insider and World of Maticus, and Vince from Massive Nerd. Hello and welcome to For the Lore. This is Roger coming to you on the 4th of June for episode 116, which happens to be E3 Day. It started today and for the most part, meh, but there's been a couple of goddamn awesomes that we are going to be talking about. So, of course, same as usual, we got Joe as well as Vince. Boys, how you doing? Uh, as I, good as can be expected today. All right, then. Okay, you I, know how it feels <laughs> like when you're like held up with meds, pain meds, and you're oh, a little yeah. loopy because of them, but it's not so bad after a while. If, if I say something that doesn't make sense, just blame it on the painkillers. There you go. Welcome to my world. How will we know? Yeah, really? Vince? You're, Vince, you're the voice of reason tonight. How does oh, that feel? <laughs> awesome. Okay, so the uh, E3 started first thing this morning with Microsoft showing first. And I got to say, it was the worst Microsoft presentation I have seen in quite a while. Um, like, it was absolutely terrible now i know that play it with a windows 8 tablet oh my god neither of you actually got a chance to see it you just kind of caught up on the news right yeah i I watched the twitter feed okay see i actually watched the whole thing so we'll run down what we got here uh we got halo 4 we got gears of war we got fifa madden we got a new fable we got forza horizon they made a big freaking deal out of bing that you can search by jean and all this crap and it's like come on give me a freaking break nike went up for a sports thing because everybody's doing that now they made a big deal about the smart glass which yes in some ways there's some elements of cool there but don't say it's going to be available on all tablets because i highly doubt i'm going to be able to sync my ipad with my xbox to do the shit you were showing if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i doubt it very much they did say other portable devices. I, yeah. It would be pretty stupid of them to only do Windows phones and Windows 8 tablets I'm because curious. there's going to be like seven of those. Uh, continuing the breakdown, and then we'll go through everything. Uh, Tomb Raider with the mandatory arrow to the knee. You guys didn't see that, but in the video, somebody took <laughs> yeah, an arrow to the knee. I, I got uh, so tired of that meme before. And, and uh, Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's way over. I'm, it might not have even been on purpose, but it was there. And she sure does love to scream a lot. My God. Um, then we've got Ascend, New Gods, which is a new thing, which was eh. Local Cycle, uh, Matter, Resident Evil 6, Reketeer, which was basically Angry Birds with ballistas and castles, a South Park game, which I think pretty much stole the freaking MS show, <laughs> um, Dance Central 3, which the with the usher performance which this jackass thinks he rocked the show and he doesn't realize yet that on twitter he was the jackass of the presentation and then we got call of duty black ops 2 so breaking it all down was there anything that really caught your attention 
Uh, honestly, the only thing I really got out of it was that I kind of want to play the South Park game. I mean, honestly, yeah, I, that's I about it. There. <laughs> like everything else they showed, it's like, meh, meh, meh. Well, the Halo 4, this is something, Vince, I would assume you're more interested, but even then, knowing that it's not the same dev team and they're just basically abusing the IP now, I I have no interest. I know my kid's kind of interested because he's a huge Halo fan, but myself... I've got no interest. Like I've said before, I'm not a big fan of the uh, narrative decision they're making in this game. But judged on what we saw here, the gameplay looks really yeah. tight. Uh, the enemy designs, new enemies, new weapons. I love that that forerunner gun they showed that when you don't pick it up, it just kind of assembles itself in your hand. Looked really cool. But my God, what's up with that UI? Like they, they have the curvature of Chief's helmet around the edges and there's just all these weird little facets to it. It. There's way too much going on on that screen. Halo was great for its minimalist UI, and that's the wrong direction. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, same thing with the Gears of War. I meh, really can't be bothered. I haven't played the first one yet. So, so And then the FIFA and Madden, I got no interest in those at all. It's funny because I was talking to Soccer. Vince during the show. Yeah, really. I was talking, and when you're watching on game trailers, they have a little live feed showing the interest level. And it's like <laughs> as soon as it hit the sports stuff, plummeted. It was flatlining. <laughs> that shit was dead. And then you'd get like Battlefield 3, and it's like all the way back up again. It's like really cater to the audience, okay? Uh, so, yeah, I had no interest in that at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, I like soccer a lot. I like it, but there hasn't been a damn good – soccer game in ever yeah i i and it's never gonna happen i'm just so. not a huge sports gamer at all i've played them it's not that i don't understand them or whatever i just i honestly can't get into them and it's not because i don't like sports either but it's always been for me where before the knees i would rather play the actual sport because i used to be quite athletic versus play a game about it so i never got into you know, sports games at all. The Fable thing <laughs> was a trailer, and it wasn't even impressive at all. This bullshit of, it, it looks like they're going to try to pull off a connect thing where you feel like you're making fireballs in your hands, and it's like, oh, God. It's, that's we already know fail. what's going on with that, though. It's going to be Fable on rails. On rails, so it I know. Fucking, yeah. it, the trailer is what you're going to get in the game. I, I really was not. I, I've got no interest in it. At all. Totally and... ready for the Fable dance party, though. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Bring Pauly, Peter Molyneux back just for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, which he's been freaking on game trailers everywhere now, and they're making him out to seem like such a freaking genius. And I'm thinking, <laughs> have you guys looked at his pedigree? Really? Seriously? No. No. If Once, once he starts giving opinions and advice to other dev companies on what they should do with their ips oh just kill me now just Run. seriously there's uh the the comedy um forza looked cool but it's basically again it's just a need for speed type ripoff um and and what they showed of it too in the presentation another presentation that they did with just that i mean it looks great but even it, it doesn't even appear to have as much as a regular need for speed. Like it's just they keep saying, well, it's a it's a, a music festival kind of thing and you're going to go around and you could race people. And it's like, I don't know, watching what he was doing was boring as shit. And I love racing game. Uh, again, the Bing thing was stupid. The Nike thing, sports thing, smart glass. Again, it, I like the integration of what they're doing. But again, it's going to be highly dependent on what you're using what platform OSs you're using for what types of devices, no doubt. And from what they showed, 
I mean, some of it looks cool, but it's mainly that if you're a tech head kind of, ooh, this is really neat kind of thing, not really that useful, though. It, it's not something I would use, but I mean, it is really cool technology. I just wish Microsoft would keep all this cool technology stuff off of E3. E3 is supposed to be about the games, not about your interfaces. And save that for, like, CES or something else. It's about Asha. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, actually, the funniest thing was when the dudes from South Park took the stage and they they, they kind of mocked the whole thing by saying, <laughs> yeah, it's a game about with the tablet and the phone and you need this, this, and this, and all this to do it, and then kind of laughed because that's what it had been up until then. Uh, the Tomb Raider thing, I got to say, looked freaking cool. It, it, she's a murderous little kid. Oh, my God. She just... <laughs> Apparently no qualms about putting an arrow through somebody's head. Uh, but it did look really neat. The graphics are jaw-dropping. The gameplay looks very fluid and very good. Uh, I, I was impressed with it. I was impressed with it last year. Well, yep. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the problem. This... I would agree. I would agree. We heard about this last year. Yeah, but last... we're seeing a lot of things like that where the development time is taking long. So I'm getting used to it. Uh, Ascend New Gods. I don't know if you guys watched the video of it, but frankly, Didn't catch they're making a big deal about it. New IP and all this. And it was like, wow, it looks boring as shit in my opinion. Uh, this local cycle looks like it might be cool in a Tronish kind of way. Um, futuristic kind of thing. It, it, I don't know. I'll have to see more of it. They The... the teaser trailer was really quite the tease there wasn't much to it um same as this matter thing <laughs> remind it can't help but remind you of portal and it's this robotic kind of puzzler thing so it'll be interesting to see what actually comes of it because again the trailer was all cgi and no gameplay by the look of it so it's hard to tell but it, it looks like it might be interesting resident evil 6 they showed Man. off a ton of, uh, of of footage and all that, but yeah, it was, I don't know, more of the same. How often do we need to see somebody jumping off a roof as explosions are happening behind them, jumping towards a, a floating helicopter and grabbing the, 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 the rung on the bottom and then taking off and they made it? How often do we have to see that before it's like, okay, you've used this, this cliche, this trope too many times? As many times as it takes for him to miss the ladder. Yeah, really. That's what we need. Um, so it was, eh, it was really didn't do much for me either. This Wrecketeer was a, a Xbox Live game, and it seriously is Angry Birds, but with ballistas and castles. You just send off these bombs and different things towards um, castles, and you use the Kinect so that you're using your arms and things like that and flying some of them around and shifting them in the air. And meh. Uh, the South Park thing. And I'm not even a huge South Park fan. I'm not a South Park fan at all. I mean, I watched it when it first, first came out, and then it was like, never again. I, the game looks freaking awesome, though. It <laughs> looks like a ton Agreed. of fun. I'm not a big South Park fan either, like I was. Um, I know the girlfriend is a huge South Park fan, but the game looks like it's going to be absolutely entertaining. It's just, it's hilarious. So that was the highlight of the show. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't, that, like, as good as it was, like... That's it. <laughs> yeah. And then Dance Central 3 was, well, Dance Central Central 3, uh, sure. Um, which, oh God, I, I, let's move on. And then end with Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which justifiably, yeah, looked like it was awesome. Looks like it's going to be great. I'm sure it's going to sell millions of copies. But I, I've pretty much given up on them just because the campaigns are, are so damn short and I'm not spending 60 bucks 
for a six hour campaign kind of thing. So I don't know. I really like the concept and it's something different from what they've done before, which is shocking. But somebody used to explain to Activision exactly what the hell a black op is because standing <laughs> in the middle of Times Square with a rocket launcher, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> but hey, if I can find it on the cheap later on, yeah, I'll pick it up to play it. But otherwise, no, I'm not interested. And that was Microsoft's showing. Seriously. I wah, I was wah. absolutely yeah, just... That, that, that describes it. Wow. Wah. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. For EA, we started off, I'd like to think, a little bit stronger with Dead Space 3. It looked kind of cool. I don't know how, I don't know if it's something I'm actually even going to bother picking up. But after the, again, (laughs) disappointing Microsoft, this was like, okay, well, this is too bad. Um, Okay, again, before we start, though, what did you guys, Joe, you didn't watch this one either. No, but I heard about Dead Space 3, and I really want it, just okay. because I'm a huge Dead Space fan. And Vince, did you actually get a chance to watch it? I really don't want it, because I'm a huge Dead Space fan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, the it is actually pretty cool. It's a trailer, and again, I don't know if I'm going to pick it up, but it looked decent. It did look decent. I Personally, I'd say making the game co-op takes away a lot of the appeal of Dead Space, at least for me. Uh, What makes Dead Space so gripping is that you really get that sense of loneliness and solitude, and that's what makes the horror work. You're by yourself. So putting another player in there, it it messes with that. And then showing off, you know, the drill bit of doom and everything. Oh, that was so so stupid. Oh, my God. (laughs) They're they're taking it in an even more action-oriented direction than the previous one. And the previous one had a good balance, but... Once you get to chest-high walls and, you know, cover-based shooting in dead space, that's safety. That that chest-high wall is cover. It's safety. That's not something that I, again, not something I want in dead space. And I could really do without giant monster sphincters. Yes. Yes. That was really cool you all. of all people could do without giant monster sphincters. If it was really? in anime style, he'd be okay limit. with it. Yeah, <laughs> this was too realistic for him. <laughs> the, I don't the, want to be in the giant monster sphincter. The, the the drill bit was too much for me. This is what we are now considering as thrilling. A freaking drill bit. It was, it was yeah. Um, from there, we had some sports stuff. We had some uh, Madden again. And then the SimCity stuff killed me. Because you had SimCity Social, which is the Facebook stuff, which I don't give a rat's ass about. And then SimCity, which was going to be revolutionary. A SimCity that's revolutionary. And it was like, mm, you're going to build shit. You could put pie charts on your city now. So I really... Mmm, pie. Yeah. Um, it was funny because, again, I was watching the... the uh, the feedback poll thing that they were seeing what people thought and it was flatlining during both of those. And then the very next thing, of course, is Battlefield 3 Premium. Bunning! Everybody's interested. Um, it did look cool. If you didn't pick up Battlefield 3, well, here's the pack with everything under the freaking kitchen sink for you. And uh, it did look justifiably pretty damn cool. Again, if you, as a, worth the money if you haven't picked it up already. Yeah, I said, I... Respect to EA for supporting Battlefield 3 instead of putting out Battlefield 4. That's kind of what we were promised with the whole concept of DLC, that you can buy a game and it'll last for several years through added content. I I don't know about the whole premium subscription stuff, but I'd prefer this uh, strategy to just putting out a new game plus DLC every single year. Yeah, 
Agreed. And then, to a lot of people's surprise, we did get one of the good doctors show up from Bioware, which, considering the year that they've had, <laughs> I was actually not expecting a showing at all. At all. There was absolutely no mention made of Mass Effect, because that would be like holding a radioactive target in your hand. Because basically, if the fans don't kill you, the radioactive target will. Something's <laughs> going to kill you. So... There was no mention made of that at all. They did talk about the Old Republic, though. And I got to say, and this is something that, Vince, you said it, and it was exactly what I was thinking. If Blizzard has had announced this much new content for WoW, folks would have been crazy, crazy freaking excited. So there is a crap load of shit coming to the Old Republic for free. This isn't an expansion pack. This is going to be through patches as we're we're as it continues to go out, we're talking about uh, new level cap and combat skills. We're talking about a new playable race, the Cathars. We're talking about your new companion in HK fifty one, new planet, new um, op, new PvP. There's a crap load of new shit. Oh, finally, new space combat, which looked just from the brief glimpses awesome um so i'm actually i'm still playing i'm way excited about that that was awesome it, it was definitely worth more than the response they received <laughs> really it was, it was like and a golf clap from everybody it was like, it was like he came out onto the stage <laughs> just laid a turd on it and walked away that was a response he got yeah that was terrible plus um starting in july people are going to be able to level to level 15 for free that's that's cool because it can that's take a you a little while. Drug. That's that's really freaking awesome. So I actually was very impressed, but then again, I'm right now in the minority where I'm still very much enjoying the game and I'm still feeling like I'm getting my money's worth. So that's the big one. Uh, from there, we got Medal of Honor, which I've never been a big Medal of Honor player, so it meant nothing to me. I really didn't care. Uh, some more FIFA, yet again. And then it jumped to... That wasn't some more FIFA. That was a lot. That was, yeah, well, it was more FIFA that I could give a rat's ass about. Let me put it to you that way. And <laughs> FIFA, Christ, what's wrong with those goalies? Hire some better goalies. Everything was getting through there. Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, which is basically, again... <laughs> actually, you know what it was? it was? It's GTA 3. Run around, get the highest level wanted that you can get. That, that's all it is. I, I did that years ago. I'm I'm not that interested in this. And then ended it out with Crisis 3, which, god damn, gorgeous. <laughs> and making a bow cool again. Not that it was ever not cool, although Legolas kind of had his hand in making it not so cool. But it looked fantastic. <laughs> no, it, it, it was different. <laughs> it, it wasn't a, a, you know, a modern shooter, you know, so I'm all for different. Slightly different, yes. So it, it was gray instead of brown. So a lot of green. It was green. Green is good. All right. So nothing to say in there. That pretty much covers it. All right. Moving on. Ubisoft, which <laughs> so far <laughs> from from batshit crazy to awesome. Take your pick. But I'm the best one so far. I'm I'm hoping that Sony is going to be better tonight. <laughs> but so far this this stole the show so far. Um, Far Cry Three. Um, again, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think I can put that into words. Apparently, like I said before, E3 is no longer something that you can comfortably watch with your family anymore, even though this was on at like 
six o'clock in the evening, right after supper, this is what you want to be seeing. But uh, I mean, it looks like it's going to be insane gameplay. That's for damn sure. Yeah, the gameplay looks tight. I got nothing. So do the tits on the voodoo priestess. I mean, they, they look they look tight too. I mean, there was no movement there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Splinter Cell, yet another one. And uh, I, mm, eh. I've never been a huge Splinter Cell fan. I got to tell I you, I was. It just it kind of played itself out for me. Right. I I played like probably the first one. I don't even remember which it was. And like I'm talking back in the day, and it was like since then, meh, not really. The Avengers thing. <laughs> like, Except you didn't see any Avengers do anything. Well, you saw Spider-Man doing shit, and Wolvie counts. Wolvie's a, a, I'm sorry, I'm an sorry, Avenger too. What, what 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 I think I got out of this was he's less on to... X-Men than he is in Avengers well, now. Maybe <laughs> in canon, maybe. But they 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 tend to be. I think they're like maybe is it? And I I don't know because I haven't really been following it. But is it kind of like the Avengers versus X-Men stuff that's been happening lately in the comics? I, I don't think that's in this. Here's game, here's all you need to know, at least for me, when they showed the uh, you know the the splash screen and you had the little logos at the bottom. It had PS3, Wii U, and Connect. So to me, that means it's going to be a motion control only game. So you know where that ranks with me. Hmm. It didn't say Xbox 360. It specifically said Connect. Well, that's everything right now. Anyways, I I don't know. Everybody looked very shiny. I'll say that oh, yeah. much. Very shiny. Awesome. Wolverine was fighting Venom instead of Spider-Man and Venom, but eh, eh. I, I miss the classic tropes. Have to see a lot more. Although seeing Spider-Man kick the crap out of Magneto in one shot, loved it. Loved it. <laughs> that was awesome. Magneto kind of looked like that creepy uncle in that yeah, really. in his face. I don't know. Stop looking at my bum. Okay. <laughs> then we saw Rayman Legends, oh, which was God. awesome. Yes. Oh yes, my God! Yes, now was. that was for—I um, don't know—I don't think it'll be exclusive to the Wii U, but the Wii U is definitely going to insert a ton of additional gameplay mechanics. Gameplay. Okay, who wants to tackle this? One I'll, of you I'll go. got Jeez, it. I mean, for just all right. So they show off the Wii U. <laughs> Actually, Use your words. Using <laughs> using the Wii U hardware, which is the first we've actually seen thus far, Eddie. Anywhere. That was awesome. And an, an actual Wii U game running on actual Wii U hardware. Dev kit, of course, but whatever. Where they had multiple players, uh, one controlling Rayman, one controlling What's-His-Face, and then the other one using the Wii U touchpad to control the little fairy thing. And it's not just, you know, going around collecting stars and everything. You actually, have to uncle. Help. Yeah, you actually <laughs> have to help your, your co-players get through the game. You have to unlock doors. You have to kill enemies. Very cooperative, very innovative and then they get to that freaking music level at the <laughs> end where everything's going in rhythm and it, it was mind-blowing i want to play this damn game oh man i'm a huge i'm a huge <laughs> fan of rayman i really really am i love rayman and this just looks fucking awesome this is the only thing i've seen so far that made me really think okay now i have to I'm get one because yep. i seriously was at the point where i was thinking i'm not picking one up what's the point my freaking Wii never gets used what what's the point of this and then they show me this and it was like oh my god <laughs> i want to play co-op with my kids so that i can be doing the freaking dance thing and and i love how the co-op work together it's not like so many games where the co-op just means you follow each other you each shoot at the same shit you each do the same thing or you compete for stars or whatever no this was actually 
cooperative. Like I, I could think of the co-op in um, Mario Gal. It was Galaxies, wasn't it? Where no, one of them the, uh, helps the other, but you're still not doing all that much kind. New Super, New Super, New no, Super. No, it was Mario Galaxy, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was Galaxy. It was where Galaxy. You could use the remote to collect yes. stars and stuff. Oh, nope, yeah, but nobody yeah, wants yeah, to be yeah, tails. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but this is actually co-op. But you're doing interesting things. Like nobody wants to be tails. When you're when they were doing the platforming and running along, and he's cutting the ropes the vines so that things are swinging down so that they can go on them and everything like it was it was true co-op where you're each doing something different and bloody freaking awesome and this is what has me wondering if there's more to smart glass than what we've seen because i i would play this on smart glass like 360 mm -hmm. with the yep. tablet yeah this could work also it's up to five players yeah which is kind of intriguing to me as well. Yeah, because you can use your Wiimotes as well for it, they said. Well, but I mean, for me, like the traditional multiplayer games have been two and then four. Going five is, is kind of getting out there. And it's like, what unique feature is that fifth player going to bring? I I don't care. It's still enough that <laughs> oh, no, you no, would I'm, have it's a, a blast. Good thing. Like it's I a good can thing. I can very easily see this game being used when you know the kids come over, my, my daughters come over with their boyfriends. Kids. And then my, well... <laughs> You guys can play with your friends. I ain't got no friends that play game with me. Vince and I'll be playing online. But yeah, I can easily see myself like all in the same room, all of us having a blast playing this. Let alone the actual, you know, online co-op thing. I'm talking about in the same room, laughing your asses off, having fun. I was really, really impressed. And the graphics look fantastic. A freaking Wii game where you're saying, damn, that looks good. Yeah. All right, fine. Moving on to a Wii exclusive, a Wii U exclusive, Zombie U, which they could have come up with a better title, but fine, I'll let them have it. Joe, I'll let you take At this one. spell it with two eyes. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, Zombie U looks kind of interesting, but we didn't see any gameplay. Um, so all we got was this really awesome slow motion trailer, which, you know, we saw that with Zombie Island survival game before. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm on the fence. Like, I really want to like it, but is it something that we really need another zombie game? I think it's good for the Wii U because it's pushing the maturity level up. That's, I think that's that's I think necessary. that's the only reason why as well. Yeah. If and you're going to do an exclusive, make it something yeah. that'll break the mold. Um, and, and I would agree with that to a certain degree. But at this point, it's I think it's just more for street cred than anything else. Show me more. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I, I mean, need to see more. I, 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 we all love zombie shooter games and things like that. So they're you might have me i mean if if if, if we're picking up a wii u anyway <laughs> we'll need something to play other than rayman on it i don't know i can sustain myself on rayman for quite a while all right next up was the big one too assassin's creed 3 oh. <laughs> all right go ahead vince i this game is going to be freaking amazing like every the 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 pre-done trailer they showed with him going through the battlefield and they do such a great job making their cinematic trailers with the music and everything just ubisoft when they want to man they freaking kill it uh then we saw the gameplay trailer and the traversal through the trees was amazing so fluid with him hopping up the branches and swinging around the trunks it just so amazing. The new gameplay mechanics, the, the little rope uh, assassin hook thing was awesome. The tomahawk. And, and oh, my God. How he uh, when all the guards were lined up and well, this is, you know, revolutionary times. You got one shot in that musket. So he brought the camp. guard up in front of them, blocked all of the, the, the muskets with the guard. And then all the other guards were screwed because it takes like 10 minutes to load another shot. Uh, mm -hmm. That was 
just crazy stuff. I, it, the whole game just looks so much better than what's come before. So much more fluid, so much um, more innovation, uh, chasing the guy through, hacking dudes with the tomahawk, grabbing their guns, using the bayonets. Just it, The fluidity is what really, really sold me here, more so than in any other Assassin's Creed game we've seen. Agreed. I absolutely agree. Like it's, it's a different style of gameplay than what we've seen in the previous ones. And that sort of sold me even further on it. Like I've been excited about it. Don't get me wrong. I really have, but watching the actual gameplay, watching somebody going from tree to tree, even the hunting of the damn deer. I mean, that was just so well done. What did that deer do? <laughs> I don't know, but all I know is Assassin's Creed that three. Big now dude has with more the apron needed it. It has more wolf punching than the movie, the gray. And that makes me happy. <laughs> the only thing that I found, though, was that there seemed to be a disconnect between Connor and the environment. If you notice, like when he's going through the snow, there's it's it's almost as if he's kind of like floating through it. There, the snow isn't moving mm-hmm. around him. When you're looking at him climbing the branches, the branches aren't moving. He's walking on them kind of thing. There was a disconnect between him and the environment, I found. And in a game where that really is a drawing point, that him bouncing around through the trees like a freaking squirrel, then I wanted to see more of him in the tree having an impact, the tree swaying more, snow falling from the tree, things like that. I'm, I'm okay with it not having that to a certain point because of the nature of the game itself. Being a genetic memory, being unlocked by a machine, there's going to be some weirdities like that. And I was kind of okay with that. Now, not to say that they might not add that in closer to release or, you know, the next build or whatever the case is. But uh, for me, it, it's not a make or break. Yeah, but if it's, you're going to go so far out for realism with everything else but then... there's got to be something wrong about it in my eyes because in every assassin's creed there's been that one thing that was just wrong and you could tell that it wasn't you know that it was not while you were living the memory there was always something wrong about it whether it was getting to the border and seeing the the hash from the the animus or whether it was something not moving right hell in assassin's creed 2 there were banners that did not move with the wind yet the wind was blowing and you could see trees going with it. So, I mean, there are, there are always that sort of disconnect in those games. And I'm kind of okay with it because to me, it sort of makes a, a certain amount of sense. But is it something that was done on purpose or it just so. was missed and is lazy? And that's I, the I thing. don't know. I don't know. Either I'm way, gonna go, it gives him a good out. Yeah. It gives him a good out, yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and believe that it's on purpose. Cause I want to keep loving this, 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 you know, series. All right. Uh, from there, we got shoot mania. And the ridiculous eSport little competition looked like fun, but come on, Jesus. Yeah, the, the presentation did not do this game justice because I watched some videos this weekend of this game in a like competitive setting, and it's freaking sweet. Yeah, it didn't help that they had to bring out, you know, the chicks in high heels and short shorts and one padded one bras. And, and Okay, fine. But, you know, uh, anyway, so game looks fun, but it's a shooter, so let's move on. Biggest one. In my opinion, absolutely most awesome game we've seen so far today, but we don't know the actual name. Watchdog, the name of the official Is it officially Watchdog? It's Watchdog. Why the hell were they calling it CTOS? CTOS is the setup for it. It was like their their, uh, mythos on how everything became became connected was selling an entire citywide operating system. So that's what CTOS is. Whereas they got the that, name, but they didn't really. They at one point the they group, even announced it as CTOS. But then the group the, that the you're playing as CTOS. Is yeah. yeah, 
So, and I think that was that was definitely their fault on that one. But okay. the actual name of the game is Watch Dogs. Okay, not important. Let's actually talk about it. Joe, I'll let you take this one. Um, it's really damn cool. Um, it's basically the idea that everything is connected, right? Where everything has this sort of central processing where every person is also interconnected into the city, not just the subways, not just the, the security cameras, not just, you know, all the, the sort of, uh, I mean, utilities of the city, but people themselves. And you can find out everything about those people if you can hack the system. And it's kind of this interesting idea where it's, all this information constantly at your fingertips. And one of the coolest things that got me about it, I don't know if you guys noticed it, when he was running through uh, the gallery as people's facial recognitions were popping up, it was literally running their information like this person does yep. this, this person yep. does this. That poor guy and, that's got HIV. But I, but I mean, there was like some really awesome, that, that moment was very surreal. Yeah. It was very sci-fi-ish and it was very, to me, cyberpunk-ish, which makes me incredibly happy because I'm a huge cyberpunk nut and to have something like that be presented like that is awesome the interface seems to be built very similar to the assassin's creed interface um mm. as far as like being able to like get the radials up and things like that uh, the quest markers and the other markers seem to be very similarly designed which is good uh which makes me very very happy uh but it just looks absolutely mind-blowing and it's a idealized stylized hacker game but it looks so awesome like, I'm just in love. I want this game already. Tighten up the shooting gameplay and you've got to buy. <laughs> it, it, oh, dude, everything about it so far. It did yeah. look like it's going to have an insanely powerful story as well. Although mm. it did look like it was going to be a little slow. It was going to be a little slower pace, although that was one <laughs> as, section. As, as the time's ticking and we're missing showtime, I'm like, walk faster. Yeah, move, damn it. So it's kind of hard to tell how much of the game is going to be like that, if it's going to have a very heavy rain type of feel to it, or if it picks up at different points. I, I'm, I'll be fine with it either way, just based on what we saw. It just looked fantastic. And I love the bouncing between the characters, so you're not just yes. following the one. Yeah. Okay, story progressed. Now you're this guy. There's awesome. an entire there's an entire cell, but I don't know if it was because there are two people on stage playing the game. There's two of them. Yeah, I, I, they're talking about this whole connectivity like thing yeah. that they're trying to do with gaming. So it, I don't know. There might be multiplayer. There's there's a lot of questions it, here that need answered. It could, it could very well be because the Watchdog, I think, is the name of the organization that the, the player character is part of. I'm wondering if there's going to be multiple things going on at the exact same time. Because if you remember when they switched characters or when they switched focus, the second character's job was to protect the first character. Like that was his mission objective. Like that's what popped up on the screen and that's what the audio was saying in his earpiece. So I'm wondering if there's going to be sort of that interplay where one player is doing – you know, their mission and another player is doing another piece of that mission. That would just be absolutely ridiculously cool. I agree. I agree. It, it, everything about this so far, I'm, I'm sold on it. I, holy crap in hell, did that ever look awesome? All right. So I love you, Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy hot girlfriend. I can't stop break up hurting with. me. <laughs> There's some more coming tonight. There's going to be the Sony show starting at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. So we'll be definitely watching that one. Looking forward to it. My money is on Sony to actually steal the show. I really don't think it'll be mm -hmm. Nintendo. And it obviously wasn't they Microsoft. So I'm, I'm thinking it'll probably be Sony. Who knows? With what we've seen for the Wii U so far, hey, maybe Nintendo will actually have a really good show on. If so, more power to them. I'm right? expecting a lot of 3DS from Nintendo. Oh, God, I hope I not. Too. 
I, I really hope not. I'm, I'm expecting it. Events I, I would expect a lot more Wii U just because, again, it's it's coming I don't think sooner. They have enough ready. I don't think they have enough ready for it to really showcase as much as they would really want to. I don't think they have enough to really seal the show with it yet. So That's why they did that little pre-event last night to, right. to get the Wii U stuff out of the way. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see. The Nintendo one is tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon? It's tomorrow, I don't know, but anyways. I'm I think it's tomorrow morning, but I'm going to be up and watching it. Yeah. And then, like I said, Sony's is tonight. So uh, we'll recap on the rest of the stuff next week. By then, I'll be old news, but we'll just shoot the shit about it. So moving away from E3, let's talk about some of the other news for the week. Uh, I know that you're very, very excited about Castlevania 2. So I'll let you take this, Vince. Oh, my God. I, as <laughs> I've gone on record multiple times as saying, I am a huge Castlevania fan. And I absolutely loved Lords of Shadow. Uh two years ago. So I've been waiting. We, we talked about it. It's coming. And we actually got more than we were hoping for. Not only did we get an announcement for Lords of Shadow 2 with an amazing cinematic trailer that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to come back to in a second. We also got an announcement for a 3DS game, Castlevania Mirror of Fate. And I was fully expecting the next handheld installment to be back in the, the core canon done by the Japanese Konami team with a uh, under Iga's uh, reign, back in the style of, you know, uh, Symphony of the Night. But no, they're going with a Mercury Steam developed game for 3DS. Don't know much about that yet, but really interested in what they're doing there. But man, Lords of Shadow 2 on game trailers Thursday night, they actually showed a video for it. Okay. I'm going to spoil things if you haven't played it yet, because if you haven't played it yet, you're fucking retarded. Because (laughs) (laughs) we see at the beginning of this video, Gabriel in his castle and there's an entire army surrounding the castle. And Gabriel just fucks them all up on his own with his crazy Dracula vampire powers, teleports down, summons this demonic whip, just starts laying down platoons, turns into a dragon. And then if that wasn't enough, a, a figure that looked strikingly similar to Alucard showed up mm-hmm. to face off against Gabriel. I, I'm chomping I at the bit. I cannot wait because, as uh, Brian Cox, the the lead developer, has said, a this game is still supposed to kind of take place in that future storyline we our future timeline we saw at the end of the first Lords of Shadow, and second, this is this is it for them. Lords of Shadow Two is their curtain call on the Castlevania franchise, so they have a lot of work to do to tie things up. But my God, I can't wait to see it happen. Yes, please. Oh God, yes, please. <laughs> Please let me play this game. Please let me have it in my hands. Please. Like, I saw that video, and I did. I lost my absolute the shit. music. Holy oh shit. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, good enough. Uh, we also heard about another handheld um, from, from an existing IP, and that was Assassin's Creed Liberation. And though it looks awesome with a female assassin in New Orleans, it's still not enough for me to want to pick up a Vita. If the price of the Vita was cheaper, then this would certainly be an incentive, but it's still mm-hmm. not enough. But it, damn, it looked pretty awesome. Yes. If you have or are considering getting a Vita, this this might be pretty cool. And for me, it's really uh, important because we're also not only getting a new playable character, we're getting another Desmond. This is, this is not a Desmond story. It's another modern-day uh, mm-hmm. assassin that we're visiting his ancestors. So that, that stuff we've seen in the comics, and I was really hoping to see in the games. 
Yeah, I again, it's awesome, and I would love to play it. It's just I'm not spending 350 bucks for a freaking Vita and memory card. So it's too bad. Uh, okay, let's move on to some freaking superhero stuff because we had some announcement and some trailers and some different shit that we saw for several different games that are going to have superheroes. And DCU Online has been like, haven't played it long enough now that the palette is cleaned, ready for something awesome. And <laughs> in my opinion, awesome is going to come in the form of Lego Batman 2. And it's codenamed DC Superheroes. And it's more like a Justice League game than it will actually be a Batman game. We're talking about we're going to have Superman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, and you're going to be able to play them all as well. And it freaking looked awesome. The Lego games have never disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I can honestly say that they have never, ever, not once disappointed me. So I was super impressed. Plus, it looked so expansive. It just looked like a huge world to be messing around in kind of thing. I Again, I was so impressed with this. And then the villains as well. Everything, the story looks like it's going to be awesome. The uh, Each of the heroes that you're going to be able to play, of course, has their abilities that you can use as well. I, I am so freaking looking forward to this. It's unbelievable. Every single LEGO game that they've produced has been a, a must-purchase for me. And this is going to be no no exception at all. So, okay, uh, next superhero game, then we'll jump to Injustice, although I'm not as interested about that, but Vince, you're the one that found this, isn't The, the bad news from the makers of Mortal Kombat, uh, it's done by NetherRealm Studios, and despite all of its accolades, uh, I'm sorry, the last Mortal Kombat, as great as it did story mode-wise, uh, really revolutionary there in the fighting genre, it, the gameplay sucks. I, I'm just going to come out, and so I, I'll... I'll give it a chance based on okay it could be okay they might change the gameplay mechanics but you have to try to come up with costumes that are worse than the new 52 <laughs> Not, I, no please what is I, I uh, it was terrible I, I, I hurt myself so it's a fighting game with the various DC superheroes and uh, again really I mm. I know they tried so hard to be so potential. edgy with the trailer too, and it was like, meh, no. It it did feel far too much like New Fifty Two stuff, and cool. That does not bring about fond memories at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. The, the bat armor. What I? No. No. What, what is Flash wearing? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is all that yellow piping running up and down his his costume? That is completely unnecessary. All right, moving on to the one also that I'm very excited for now, having read a lot more about it, is Marvel Heroes, which is going to be the free-to-play MMO that is going to be much more like a Diablo than it will be an MMO, traditional MMO. Without the auction house. Yeah, we better not have the auction house. <laughs> Dude, I was reading this. I was uh, last week, well, last week both myself and Vince worked feeling the best kind of thing especially me so that's why we didn't record but on the show notes was diablo 3 and though i've been enjoying certain aspects of it and certain aspects actually a lot especially playing with my son as well as a few times i've gotten to play with you vince were a blast i i couldn't stop laughing neither could my son um but there's so much else that's so 
wrong in that game, including, and it's so much of it is that goddamn auction house is ruining the game. And what was funny is that on Saturday, I recorded an episode with uh, Brigwin for Brigwin's Corner. So if you guys are interested, go to Brigwin's site and it's episode number three. Joe actually did episode two with them. So Vince, yep. expect a knock on your door soon. And, <laughs> and so anyways. Talk about Japanese porn games. We, we started off, we weren't even going to discuss D3 really all that much, but it turned into a show ranting about D3. So that's why we're not doing it today. But what's, what's funny is that he put it up and I listened to part of it today. And then I started reading the news for Marvel Heroes. And it was like, <laughs> this is going to replace D3 for me. The this is it. The, this is going to be bloody freaking awesome. And I'm I'm going to be able to retire on my D3 and just, I'll get my clicky from from this. And um, and it's Until because... Until comes out. Yeah, well, even then, this looks awesome, dude. And it's because the uh, the guy leading the project is, uh, what's his name? Brevik. What's his full name? I can't remember his full name now. David. Is it David? Yeah, David Breck. Bre- I'm Brevik, reading it on your screen. Who, uh, <laughs> dude, I just had to find it on the page. And he co-founded Blizzard North, and which is gone, of course, and which is why freaking Diablo 3 sucks. And so now he is the one that's working on this Marvel Heroes. And it does very much look like that clicking around kind of thing for uh like diablo and it has the same mechanics with with loot with all kinds of with boss encounters with with a whole bunch of different things and it sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic and we're getting what we what's become pretty much the way to go in mmos these days with the dynamic dynamic content i said okay you, you'll be heading to you go take out some mercenaries next thing you know a freaking sentinel lands in the middle of town yep. something you got to deal with uh just I really like how that how they're allowing you to swap your characters Dude, on the fly that was too. Awesome. It's like okay, yeah, but explain characters. Explain it because okay. initially you... I was thinking before I read this, I'm thinking, you know what's gonna be the problem with this is going to be that there's gonna be a billion freaking Wolverines. So that's why I was thinking character creation is gonna be a pain in the ass because you know there's gonna be a ton of everybody. But then I read how they're actually doing the characters, and that was freaking awesome. And that every Wolverine is going to be different because of the skill setups yep. not every monk is going to be the same <laughs> to throw that diablo reference out there but yeah you you can choose from the iconic marvel heroes you don't have to make your own and there there's some issues with that but we're going with it and so yes you can play as wolverine you can play as hulk you can but play you as... unlock them as you're yeah. leveling you unlock characters that you can then use <laughs> and each one plays differently. Even if they have the same skills. They said some characters are going to share skills, but they're going to play differently. Yeah, sure, Spider-Man and, and you know, Thing, they're both brawlers. But they're going to play as two completely different types mm-hmm. of brawlers, which is cool. You have your tanks. You have, you have your DPS. You have your ranged attackers like Iron Man, Storm. A lot of really cool stuff. And like they said, you can change out on the fly. Now, there's you, you can't just like click a button and boom, you change. There's you know, cooldowns and cast times and stuff associated to balance it. But that's going to be so cool. You and a group of your friends, you know, you get that sentinel encounter and you realize you need, let's say, electricity damage. So I can swap out to Thor. Well, why wouldn't I be Thor in the first place? But that's aside the point. Because you grew a pair of balls. <laughs> so you have all that cool stuff. And now they say your actual attack skills, they're going to be part of the loot. So you're going to be picking also up your awesome. attack skills. And characters have unique skills. and Like I said, shared skills. So you get a Wolverine Berserker attack. Well, man, I haven't leveled a Wolverine. Well, I will now because I have the Berserker Barrage. And 
they have loot in the game, as you need in a Diablo-style game, that increases your stats, but does not change your appearance because, well, like I like said, nobody wants to see Captain America wearing his plus five spiky helmet. But this is the cool part. Superheroes have plenty of alternate costumes that you can craft whatever alternate costumes you want using yes. components you find in the game so you can customize Vince, Vince's their stats. crafting mojo is yeah. just like rubbing his hands together right now jeez oh, give me a beta ray bill skin for thor with like plus Dude. 20 lightning damage this is gonna be sick did you, did you see they had every, like all the spider-man costumes they had the iron spider they had everything i was so excited that, so happy, so happy. I, I can't believe that this game looks this good I am shocked. What we need to know now is what the microtransactions are going to be. I'll How, buy extra costumes. I'll, I'll, I agree. I'll, yeah, I agree. I'll drop money on that stuff. If, if I don't mind, and that's why the free-to-play model works so well, because I a lot of people are like me, don't mind spending money. If we're not spending 15 bucks a month, then as something comes up that we want, yeah, I'll give you the money to help support you Extra and character oh my god uh, oh like b b list characters like havoc or you know characters that oh, yes. oh man that the, they I have will a spend lot money i will here. spend real money on this game gladly happily just and make it good that's all i ask well again and it's that very much the 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 adventure rpg kind of thing like your diablos where it's that clickety clicky clicky and we love that. We just want it to work properly and not try to rip us off and keep their hands in our pockets kind of thing a la Diablo. If they can do not to do that, then dude, yeah, I, this will gladly, easily replace Diablo. And I would hazard to say that if done properly, just because we're also steeped in the lore of Marvel and whatnot, and as they're talking about what some of the acts are going to be and who you're going up against and things like that, oh. I would... I'm betting you that if done properly, I'm going to spend more time in this than I even will in Torchlight 2. I'm that it, excited about this. It has Dr. Doom with a Tesseract. How can you go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you can't. So. It's, it's physically impossible to screw that up. Very, very bloody freaking awesome. Cannot wait to see this. Do we even have an idea of a launch date for this? Because they're not even not in beta yet. Not fucking soon enough? Yeah. Not well, fucking soon enough. It's not even in beta yet, is it? The I don't believe so. of right fucking now, please. Yeah. And using Unreal Engine 3, like, this is going to look You know, look I could actually probably well. poke its gazillion. Yeah, I'm going to find out. Poke them. Find out. Do it. All right. Betas. Very, very excited. I mean, very, very, very excited, as you can probably tell. Well, you do know that one of our former guests is involved in that sort of project as well, right? Yes, Bill Roper's involved in this, right? He is involved is in it. Is he really? I didn't Disney, know that. Disney hey, Interactive, because Disney, oh, right. uh, Disney, yes. Disney owns Marvel now. Well, is partnered with Marvel, whatever the case is. So, yeah, so uh, Disney Interactive will have a hand in this as well. All right, let's move on to some other news. <laughs> uh, Joe, you're very excited for Among the Sleep. I'll let you tackle this. Oh, my God. Okay, so one of the one of the greatest indie games that I've played was literally Amnesia. And it was a scary, creepy game that made me want to, like, shit myself on multiple occasions. It was a damn good game. Well, what happens if you take that same concept but do it from the pers like the perspective of a two-year-old child? Well, that's what basically Among the Sleep is. And Among the Sleep is this really awesome uh, sort of amnesia-style gameplay where you're a kid in a house. You're, you're a two-year-old kid exploring this house, and it's all these weird and wacky, just wonderfully creepy shit happening to you. 
I don't know about like you guys, but I just I happen to look at this and it was literally like the bastard child of like the binding of Isaac meets Bioshock meets Amnesia, like all had this like group fucking and produced this awesome child. But it just I'm really excited for it because I love the style of game where it's like you're really not capable of attacking. I mean, it doesn't really get much more helpless than a two year old child. You have to run and explore and outthink whatever's trying to hunt you down. And I'm just absolutely sold on it already. Like, just watching the trailer creeped me out already. I want it. It's creepy as hell. Yes. It (laughs) is. We we all remember that time in our lives where we were that kid and, you know, there was that weird noise coming, you know, out of the spare bedroom or the basement. Or that shadow across the window. We don't have have basements where I live. There's kind of water down there. So, but... (laughs) we've all been there and that's what makes this game so gripping yeah awesome it it does look cool okay and lastly vince you wanted to talk about the dlc for skyrim yeah i i swear i thought i was done with skyrim and i'm not i'm not gonna pull the pacino but it's close because they showed off (laughs) the trailer for their first expansion dlc i don't know exactly what they're calling it dawn guard and oh god like We've we've seen the vampires and the Elder Scrolls before, but never to this level. I mean, it's sick, like dark magic transformation, like oh my god! (laughs) And and of course, you have the Dawn Guard, who are the ones fighting the, the 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 vampires. And there's so much in this trailer, just. And I said, I thought I was done. 120 hours. I wiped my hands. Thousand achievement points. I'm good. I don't need to touch this game again. And I saw this trailer and I was like, I'm fucking buying that because this just looked so amazing. Hi, don't go around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever they have a TV that's still on with white noise static, creepy as shit. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm watching Dude, the trailer been... for Among the Sleep. <laughs> right? Right? Like, I didn't see that in Skyrim. <laughs> You're not watching the screen? See, there you go. I am now, but come on. It was creepy as shit. It was like, don't go around the corner. Don't do it. <laughs> There's a man out there. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Skyrim, yes, looks cool. <laughs> Joe, you got anything to add? <laughs> um, I was at the point where, like, I actually will freely admit that at a certain point, about 50 hours into Skyrim, I kind of lost interest. This is dragging me back in. And it's like, it's just that exciting. Like you guys said, it's that cool sort of give and take between the vampires and the Dawn Guard and everything else that it's going to have story-wise that's got me going, yeah, I'm going to actually play this. So, I mean, congratulations, guys. I had written off that game, and now I'm going to fucking play it even more. And with that, we're going to call it a wrap for tonight. Thanks to everybody who joined us. And, of course, if you need to reach us, it's at ForTheLore at gmail.com or on Twitter at ForTheLore. And, uh, like I said, next week we will tackle some more of the big E3 news that is going to be coming throughout the week. And uh, until then, we'll see you then. Until then, we'll see you then. That's the best I could come up with. <laughs> Once Listen, again, where's my... After that Ubisoft conference, I can't blame you. Yeah, really. That was... <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Max Payne 3 is the latest installation from Rockstar Games, and it takes Max into a new direction, one that we hadn't really seen him go before. He's older, more weary, and cynical than ever since the last game. 
Well, here's the plot for it, because it's kind of hard to follow up after two rather amazing games that we all remember very fondly. It takes place nine years after killing Vladimir Lem and after the death of Mona Sachs. Max Payne has retired from his job in the NYPD and moved to Hoboken, New Jersey. Because I know if I ever retire from the New York Police Department, that's exactly where I'm going to go. Hoboken, New Jersey. <sighs> anyway. But he has developed an addiction to alcohol and painkillers, which after the actions of the first two games is not terribly surprising. Max gets into a confrontation at a bar with Anthony DeMarco Jr., the son of the local mob boss, and Raul Passos interjects, hoping to recruit Max for a private security job in South America. Max initially resists, but then he be when he becomes the target for the mob hitman, after he kills Anthony Jr. in the bar fight, he agrees to accompany Pesos to Brazil. Max and Pesos work for the wealthy Branco family in Sao Paulo, made up of three brothers, the businessman Rodrigo, the politician Victor, and the party in Marcello. During a party held in Rodrigo's penthouse, Rodrigo and his wife uh, Fabiana are kidnapped by a street gang called the Commando Sombra. But Max, again being Max, saves them. Fabiana, her sister and Paso's lover Giovanna, and Marcello are later again the target of, at a nightclub by the same gang, who successfully kidnap Fabiana. Max and Pesos bring ransom money to the gang at a soccer stadium, but the deal is ambushed by an outlaw right-wing paramilitary group known as the Gracha Pereto, who steal the money. Max and Pesos decide to raid the commando Sombra base and save Fabiana and her gang, but the gang escapes with her. Essentially, it's this awesome story of Max being a sort of a paramilitary, outside of the law, badass, working for, essentially, in the middle of giant mob fights. Nothing you haven't really seen before. The thing is, the story has a lot of twists, a lot of turns, and a lot of plot things that you really wouldn't have expected before. It's really well done. It's one of those things where I entered the game wondering, is this game going to be worth my time? I've already played Max Payne 1 and Max Payne 2. I've had a complete story. Well, the answer is an emphatic yes. It's worth every single bit of money. Everything from the beginning of this game to the end screams Max Payne in a tr more traditional sense. It was also one of those things where I was really afraid that they were going to lose the sense of the character, especially after how many years it's been since the second game till now. We've seen that happen before, and some characters just die off, but apparently Max Payne is actually eternal. Um, there are subplots, there are grand sweeping uh, conspiracies, it's just incredibly, incredibly well done. If you have the time and you are a fan of the Max Payne series, I highly suggest sitting down and playing the game. Take the time, go through it. It's got all your classic third-person shooter tropes that you would expect, uh, cover systems, all the ammo that you can want, and of course, what would the game be without painkillers? Because, well, it's Max Payne. Honestly, play it. Play it. It's, it's not Grand Theft Auto Max Payne like people thought it was going to be. It's controls are very tight. The audio is phenomenal. There's a lot of background things that you really want to either put headphones on or raise the volume up so you can catch them all. Really, really well done. You can play this on Microsoft Windows PCs, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. game will run you about 50 to 60 bucks, but again, I think it's well worth it, especially if you're ever a fan of the Max Payne series. So do yourself a favor. Play the game.
if you're <laughs> hello tart he asked how you were doing sweetie because he cares he's that kind of bastard all right <laughs> can you see me freaking bits <laughs> hold on a second uh... tell him no make him cry a little hello boys don't blame me because you fail at skype <laughs> Oh, just the, the overall freaking <laughs> bipolar presentation of awesome and what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Well, that that seems to be their thing now, isn't it? <laughs> Apparently. Like it's like we're gonna show you some awesome, and then we're gonna be really dumb, and then it's gonna be awesome again. Like I said on Twitter, Ubisoft, you're the crazy girlfriend that I just can't break up with. They they tip crazy hot scale. Okay, I haven't gotten a reply yet. Audience, can you hear me? I know how to get Hoogs' attention. Mass Effect. Mass Effect 3. They weren't there. <laughs> you know what kills me? He... <laughs> Bioware goes up. They don't talk about Mass Effect. And then, what was it? They were, there was some other crap, and he lost interest, and he said, screw this crap, I'm going to play Mass Effect. I was like, what? <laughs> how does that make sense? All you ever do is bitch about it. Man. He likes the original Mass Effect. He likes Mass Effect 2. Hoogs, you can hear us, obviously. Yes, obviously you can. You yes. went to play Mass Effect 3 after all that. Bitching and moaning, complaining all the time. Screw you, Bioware. Oh, I'm going to play Mass Effect 3. <laughs> okay. Freaking loser. <laughs> Cockburger. <laughs> Riveting. Listen, I was prepared. No, I'm not. <laughs> I had it all in there. I assure you, I've been taking notes all day. Listen, I, I, I love you, man. You know how you blame you, me man. for Skype? I'm blaming you for this. Here's my ass. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. Now you got me started. Don't you leave me broken hearted.